0: State Broadcasting.
1: The Sports Blast. So, I just heard that all night, and then it just caught something that caught my attention. Uh, I heard the N-word, and, you know, I, I, I get certain reactions when, you know, someone says something clever or says something really, really stupid and ignorant, and last night it was not clever, it was really stupid and ignorant, so it caught my attention, and, you know, by the time you look back, you can't tell who says what or who's doing what, so I just was like, okay, this is really, uh... It's really how it's going to go down here. So, okay. And here comes Jones for the first time tonight. Number 10, Adam Jones. It was uh, much appreciated by Boston Red Sox and uh, MLB getting ahead of it, and you know, just uh, appreciative that action was taken and that not all, every, not, not that, not everybody uh, feels the same way as as selected people. So, it was it was a much appreciated sale. Who works extremely fast. Um, took his time and uh, let it relish a little bit. So I appreciate I appreciate the sentiments.
2: Our number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPN NHradio.com, continuing with the Adam Jones discussion. Uh, he he was right was,
3: about Chris Sale. Chris Sale stepping off the mound. I thought that was classy. I and, thought it was classy yeah. by
2: Fenway in general, the Fenway crowd the following night, getting well, up well, specifically and giving a standing ovation. Chris Sale,
3: who's a really fast worker, yep. just like he was about to be ready and then just was like, you know what, let me step off the mound. Mm-hmm. Yep. and then he struck him out on three straight pitches, <laughs> and, then threw, and then he threw behind Manny Machado <laughs> right. one yeah. batter later, yeah. uh, which we'll get to by the For way. Chris Sale is a like, boss. He's like, all right, enough of this. Uh,
2: yeah, Mark, you were saying in the break that, you know, we were talking about how other guys have come forward and said that they've heard racial epithets directed at them uh, in their time either visiting Boston or playing for Boston. David Price had mentioned that about a month or two ago. CeCe Sabathia said, hey, there's 62 black guys in the league, and we all know you get ready for that. When you go to Boston, you expect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up LeBron James. He had something to say on it that he had never experienced it. However, my counter to that before you get in on it is. That doesn't mean that that hasn't happened, just because he hasn't
4: heard it. No, P.K. Subban, he, yeah. too. P.K. Subban heard it. Anson Carter, when he played for the Bruins, went through the same stuff and and spoke about it uh, maybe a year or two ago on the NHL Network. You know, these things happen. They happen. And, and I think that one of the biggest problems with this city is that we get super defensive about it, yep. and we don't have to. Look, I was just saying to you guys during the break, you know, those people like Bomani Jones who want to say, Boston is a racist city. If you just follow up that sort of statement with a question, do you really, Bomani, do you really believe every individual in Boston is a racist? If you push them on that, they have to say no. No one's that ignorant as to think every individual who lives in one area is racist. Now, look. We can all look at the guy who said the N-word and say, you're ruining our reputation as a whole here. Right. Because there is that history and there are people who are going to say it. But that, look, the person who shouts the N-word at Fenway Park is ignorant. But you're also ignorant if you want to call someone like Adam Jones a liar. Because that's just denying that racism exists and can exist in your town like, racism still doesn't exist in today's society, which it plainly does. And we know that it happens down south. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost over-inundated in the it, south it, to the point kinda,
5: where... Kinda uh,
4: and it's kind yeah, of right. accepted. Right. It's right. accepted. Right. But, but gonna no say. one's going to get defensive and, about it down there. And
3: now that Trump is our president, it's becoming more well. There's, it's overly... definitely given
4: people uh, a voice to be right. able to validate their hateful opinions. Mm-hmm. But look... Anyone who thinks Jones is making this up for publicity, I'll say it again, you are a fool. This guy has been around the league for 12 seasons, has been successful in the league for 12 seasons. He's well-spoken and what, 12 years in, he's just going to decide to make something like this up? Makes no sense. Being ignorant isn't just ignoring what it might be like to be an African-American in this country. It's also ignoring that there's still an ongoing problem. Yeah. So Boston needs to get over it, stop being defensive. Because no one cares that you're being painted with a broad brush. It sucks. But get over it. And acknowledge it. And try and do better as a whole. If you're offended by it, you should be. But try and do better. Look at Fenway Park. Anyone who doesn't believe Adam Jones, Fenway Park just laid down a whole bunch of new guidelines as to how to conduct yourself as a fan yep. with regards to uh, racist comments, homophobic comments, well, you look and sexist comments. At the
3: next night. Uh, Someone uh, got kicked out and banned for life. Because he, w- he said it to another fan. Because he said yep. the
4: N-word to another fan. Right. Now look, this is a new rule in Fenway. It shouldn't even need to be new. It, it should already have been in place, but, but... Actually,
3: it shouldn't even... It, uh, it should go without saying.
4: Right. It but shouldn't let be me, explicitly said. in the rules. If you're someone facts. out there that doesn't believe Adam Jones, then tell me why the Red Sox are lying for Adam Jones right. as well.
2: Especially when not only a night later was there the incident where the guy uh, said the N-word privately to another person. I think he was speaking about the person who was singing the National Anthem, who I, I think it was an African-American woman. There was an incident in 2013. Same thing. Adam Jones was called the N-word, and a guy tweeted about it. He tweeted Adam Jones. Adam Jones responded to him. So there was that incident. So there's clearly a little bit of a history and a little bit of a pattern here. Yeah. So uh, there's really no reason to believe uh, or that Adam Jones is making this up. And even when he said it the first time, I believed him right away. I don't know oh, yeah. why. In, and it's not just a, a, you know, a Boston problem. It's society in general. These days, we live in a video or it didn't happen right. type world. And I was it's like, just oh, about uh, to get on there, There's
3: issues. no video, so I don't know. But I, the, there know. was video of the peanuts being thrown at him. So.
2: Sure, yeah, but my yeah. overall point is these days, we, get, we can't just take someone at their word. Right.
4: And look, that is one of the huge fundamental flaws in this argument in that racism, for as long as it's been around, has really required that people do little to nothing to stand against it. Mm-hmm. Racism can only be perpetuated because people don't do anything about it. And while society's been doing more, it's hard for people to know even what to do in that situation. We're not taught what to do in that situation. Even if you know morally what's right... It's never easy to stand up and say something. I don't care if it's 1915 or it's this era that we live in today with cell phone cameras. This day and age, it's like if something didn't get caught on camera, it didn't happen. Like you just said, mm-hmm. Ashish. Or it wasn't as bad as if we saw it on camera. There's a perfect correlation here that I, uh, that I think works uh, with regards to, okay, racism and, say, a video of this guy saying the N-word to Adam Jones – Uh, And then you talk about domestic abuse in society, abuse in society, and then seeing the Ray Rice video, we shouldn't need a video. uh, We shouldn't need video evidence to know or believe that something was wrong or to make it worse just because we saw it. To realize that something exists and needs fixing.
5: Well, l- look at uh, Philadelphia wide receiver Riley Cooper. He was at a concert and he called somebody the N-word. I think it was security he guard. He said
2: something like, I'm going to kill all the N-words in this place.
3: Uh, exactly, Didn't he also right.
5: use it like a lot during a game
3: too? Uh, he o- yeah, yeah, he
5: always used it. And, and it goes back to where where you come from. Right, you know, it, It's accepted sometimes and it shouldn't be. But that's how they grow up, and it becomes part of their beliefs and morals and values. Right now, is it right? N- by no chance is it right. But when it comes down to you know uh, athletes putting up with that, I-, I think fans have to realize that this this is off the field stuff. Like if a fan calls a player an N word on the
4: field, you stand up for that player, and you call out that fan. Sure. You but, s- but, Mark, it's like I said, it's it's not something that people really know what to do uh, in that sort of situation. Yeah, but you know, you know, you what? know what's right. If you're, if you're the kind of person who, you know, if you're at Fenway that night, for, yeah. for example, and you're in center field and you hear that, you know, if, you, if you're a white guy in the stands, you might know, hey, that's wrong. I, I should say something. Mm-hmm. But you're not always going to do it. You yeah. know, and, and, and if you're an African-American in the stands... You probably want to say something. You do. But then you kind of look around and Fenway's mostly white people. And you go, you know what? I'm going to sit in my stands and keep my mouth shut here. And and that's one of those things. It gets perpetuated when people don't do anything about it. But we're not really taught as a society how to handle it. When we hear something like that or when we see someone uh, being hateful based on someone else's race or culture or whatever.
5: Yeah, but wh- why did Martin Luther King, why did Rosa Parks, why do we celebrate their life? And the reason why because is because they stood against they it. They stood against it. And and that's the way sh- society should be. Like, if you see something wrong, you stand against it. Sure. You, you, you can't, like, oppose that it's going to be okay and accept it. that the fact that he says the N-word – to, to uh, an African-American player on a baseball field. Like, it, sh- it just can't be accepted. It no, can't. And,
4: and it shouldn't be, Mark. But we do live in a, this sort of interesting time where some people in today's world think this is, like, post-racial era yeah. or something like that. True. But I hate to tell you, it's not. It just isn't. It can't be. 40 years ago, we had the Civil Rights Movement. Mm-hmm. 40 years ago. Those people are still around. They're still alive. They can still perpetuate that message of hate if they want to. If they feel strongly enough about their hate, they will. So, I mean, it's acknowledging that it still exists and acknowledging that in Boston, while we're all defensive about it and we get offended when people paint uh, the city with a broad brush that the whole city is racist, we have to sort of take a step back, take a deep breath and say, you know what, we know here, that not everyone is racist but we acknowledge that there's a connotation and a stigma with this city that comes with uh, the territory because of our troubled past and you know Fenway's doing something about it now they are and that is something uh, it's not a lot it's not going to fix the issue well, it's but it's something
5: it is showing that it, it shouldn't be quali- like it, it shouldn't happen it can't be accepted yeah, and you know what accepted. the guy
4: getting banned for calling another fan the N-word the other night. it's a great great You know what? That's going to stop a couple people from doing it. Yeah. Right. That will stop some people from doing it. Now, and, and, and most of my experiences hearing the N-word growing up or, or even recently just hanging out in Southie, you know what? It's never a white guy saying it to the face of an African-American. Right, it's behind the back. It's Exactly. Or it's just amongst themselves. You right. know, they think it's a joke. They think it's funny or something like that. When it's, it's not. Right. And what do you say to those people? You know, because you can tell them, "Hey, relax." They're gonna turn right back and say, "You relax." Right. You know, it's one of those things that you you just have to see it once or twice to to acknowledge. Like, yeah, I total be- I totally believe that there is one guy and a whole group of people at Fenway Park that might have just gotten drunk and done this and said yep. this and said these words. Because when I heard it, when I heard what Adam Jones said, I didn't go, ugh. Uh, he's making that up for publicity. No, I didn't say that. I thought to myself, 100% yep. that happened. Because what does he stand to gain by making it up? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. And if you think, if you're uh, of, the, of the party that believes that Jones is doing this for publicity, I will say to you this. No one wants that kind of negative publicity. Right. No one even wants to bring it up to the point where now we're starting to see people come out of the woodwork about it. But it's not something that... African-Americans even want to bring up, because it, it, it seems like they're giving power to those people who say it in a hateful way. I was telling you guys a story. I used to be a valet, all right? And I used to work with all, all types of people. We had Dominicans, we had Haitians, we had African-Americans, and we had white kids from Southie who all worked together. And I remember, uh, I won't even name names, but I remember this kid from South Boston uh, coming up to an African-American that I worked with, and saying, you know, in a friendly way, using the N word, thinking that it was friendly, he goes and, and runs off to go get a car. And this kid turns to me, the African American, and he says, I hate when he does that. So said, Why don't you say something to him? I don't want to cause any trouble. I don't want, if we work together. I don't want to bring that up. I, I don't want him to think I'm offended by it. Because look, uh, you know, Mark, we, we were just even discussing, you know, how African Americans say it to each other. And I was explaining how you know it was sort of a reappropriation of the word how african americans right. tried to reclaim that right. word right. and use it as uh an empowering thing as opposed to a hateful thing and when you sort of lend uh that power back to uh, uh someone who is spewing it for hatred then you're giving up your power you're you're sort of giving that power back and saying this impacts me this affects me and it and it's not something that people want to admit mm-hmm. right it's not something that is easy to come out and say which is why i give all the credit in the world to adam jones for doing it because guess what the reaction was always going to be this way there were going to be some people that believed him but there was going to be a huge amount of people that also said he's making this up which is just as ignorant as as the person who shouts the word you have to acknowledge that it happens that it's possible that one guy a a bad apple in the bunch could spoil it for everyone but that that bad apple absolutely can exist in today's society still i don't care if it's 2017 i don't care if you didn't see it on video because i hear it all the time and i'm just telling you my personal upbringing i've heard it i've heard it from, from people where I grew up, I've heard it from people where I didn't grow up. It happens. It happens. So all you need is one. If you don't want to call the whole city racist, I don't blame you. You shouldn't. Not everyone here is racist. But it only takes one person, one a-hole to ruin it for everyone. And that exists. And that's a problem. It, and it needs to be acknowledged.
5: It, it should be. And on a layer note, um, NBA suspends Wizards Kelly Oubre for Game 4.
4: Um, uh, Because of the altercation with Kelly Boom. Boom. So he's out. He's out. Yeah, he deserved that one. That's, yeah, he did. That one was coming. Yeah. I
5: don't but, think
4: there's any surprise there. No, th- there isn't.
5: But, um, you know, I give props to Adam Jones, too. Like, you have to. Tip of the cap to him. A lot of people would have shied away and said, you know what, I'm going to keep it to myself, but... You know, I think he wants to have an impact on society and in the city of Boston for the people that still feel that way. Yeah. So I think it's the right move to do.
4: Look, and if you're someone who's offended by it, if you hear it and and you think to yourself, you know, damn, like wh- why? Why does someone have to ruin our reputation? Right. Yeah. You know, you should you should be mad. That should be something that upsets you. You should also stand up for it. And it you not, should it, stand up for but it. it. But again, uh, like we said, Mark. Yeah. Not everyone knows how to deal with it. True. Not everyone knows, like, and, and even if you know what's morally correct to do in that situation, you're not always going to be, uh, and I hate to say it, you're not always going to be brave enough to stand up right. and shout someone like that
3: down. You, you, you don't want to ruin the fun for everyone else by harping on those one Well, and, and
4: some people just don't want to put themselves in a precarious right. situation with another individual right. who might be drunk. Or, or just, in general, being ridiculous. Right. You know, and, and that's sh- sort of one of the things. I said it earlier. Racism still exists and will always exist as long as people do nothing to stop it. Yeah. And unfortunately, all too often, racism happens. It occurs in various forms, and people don't do anything about it, or they don't know what to do about they it, or even it. if they do know what to do about it, they, they don't have the gall to stand up right. and shout it down. Yeah. So, look, that's today's society. I'm not saying that we're not making progress. We are. We've come We've come a long way since the 60s, the 70s. But to say that it doesn't exist anymore and to think that Adam Jones is making this up is preposterous. And, it, and, and I, I would absolutely argue that point with anyone to no end. Adam Jones, for 12 years in this league, has never come out and said anything like this has ever happened to him until now. And there's no reason for him to make this stuff up because... Mm-hmm. No one wants that kind of publicity.
5: And the fan, that's, the fan that said the N-word is just as bad for the people that are ignoring the fan. Just as bad. The people that ignore that fan for saying the N-word has, is in the same level as the guy that because said Because you're the
2: indirectly enabling that behavior. Exactly By right. not doing anything, you're basically saying, oh yeah, you can continue doing that. Right. No one's going to yep. say anything. Yep. It's all good.
5: Yeah, it's not right and it shouldn't happen.
2: All right, 603-883-9900. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire.
0: Hi everyone, I'm meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now is the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half off state inspections, deeply discounted oil change specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line too. Visit stratumtire.com to schedule your service online today.
5: Yo, everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs
0: to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them! Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. When you need spent a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes.
4: Oh, what the? Attack of ow, the ow, Angry ow. Mosquito relief. Hey, watch this.
2: Scraped knees.
5: And an elbow
2: relief. You need new Gold Bond Pain & Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch.
4: New Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use is directed.
6: Imagine this. Your 13-year-old son is at his friend's house. There's probably a bunch of them, all hanging out in the basement. They're watching TV or maybe playing video games. There's lots of joking around, laughing, maybe some roughhousing... And maybe they're doing shots of whiskey in between beers. And maybe one has gone into the liquor cabinet to see what else he can find. Imagine your kid doing that. New Hampshire ranks second in the nation in alcohol use among 12 to 20-year-olds. And almost a third of our teens report that they started drinking before they were 15. You can check the stats at CheckTheStatsNH.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at CheckTheStatsNH.org and help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire. Start the conversation today. walk and you drive. So let's make a deal. I'll watch for you and cross the street safely. You watch for me and stop. Think of the impact we can make. A message from the Federal Highway Administration.
0: and breaking news. This is your ESBN New Hampshire update.
4: The Red Sox began their three-game series against the Minnesota Twins last night, and despite a late comeback in the ninth, the Twins got a walk-off homer in the bottom of the ninth from Joe Mauer to beat the Sox four to three. Their road trip continues today. Rick Porcello will try and stop the bleeding. He's on the hill for the Sox. First pitch is at 2-10. Cleveland beat the Raptors last night in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinal, 115-94. LeBron James led the Cavs with 35 points. Cleveland has not lost a game all postseason. They now lead the series 3 to nothing. In the Western Conference, the Spurs beat the Rockets 103-92 in Game 3 to take a 2-1 series lead. The Celtics they are coming off a huge loss in Game 3 to the Wizards on Thursday. They lead the series 2-1, the C's do, but Game 4 is in Washington again tomorrow. Tip-off from the Verizon Center is at 6-30. In the NHL playoffs last night, the Blues beat Nashville 2-1 to stave off elimination. The Preds lead that series 3-2. And the Ducks beat the Oilers at 4-3 in overtime to take a 3-2 series lead. And the 143rd running of the Kentucky Derby is today at six o'clock. You can catch the race on NBC. Coverage begins at 2:30. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now.
1: I mean, that's that stuff that you don't do. But I mean, I'm not on that side. I'm not in organization. They're still thinking about that same slide that I did that was no, that was no intention on in un- hurting anybody. And, you know, I'm still paying. I'm still trying to get hit at. Get thrown out of my f- head. Get f- thrown out everywhere. It's f- bullsh-. you know, I've lost my respect for the organization, for that coaching staff, for everyone over there. I mean, if you're going to f- hit me, hit me. Go ahead. F- hit me. You know, don't let the f- keep lingering f- around and, you know, keep trying
5: to f- hit people. I mean, it's f- bullshit. It's f- bullshit. Mobi should do something about
1: hit f- pitch, pitchers out there with. F- balls in their hands, throwing 100 miles per hour, trying to hit people. I got a bat, too. I could go up there and, and, and crush somebody if I wanted to. But you know what? I, I'll get suspended for the year, and the pitchers only get suspended for two games. That's 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 not that's not cool. I just
2: find it funny that literally... I find, I find it funny.
7: I, I, I found funny. that whole
3: rant. Funny.
2: Oh, it was great. But I just find it funny that Chris Sale, after allowing Adam Jones a second to take in a standing ovation Them for what... Then striking
7: him out on three pitches.
2: Just a day earlier, striking him out on three pitches and then uh, throwing at uh, Manny Machado.
4: And then striking him out. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that that one ended with a strikeout as well. Yeah. And now Machado got him back later. He had a bomb. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but Chris Hilda still got the win. Yeah, I know. But still. Oh, okay. How can you not like Manny Machado? I just became a Manny Machado fan this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Hang on. Back up. You became a Manny Machado fan? Yeah. Yeah. Why Manny Machado? Oh, he's got balls, man. uh, He
4: came into Fenway Park. He came into Fenway Park. Okay, got thrown at several times. I know he he started the whole thing with the uh, spike of Dustin Pedroia at second base. He gets thrown at, and what did he do all series? He just hit home runs off you. He just crushed
2: you. Okay. (laughs) He crushed you. And that makes you a fan of him.
4: Absolutely. He could have gotten wrapped up in the whole thing, but instead he hit homer after homer after homer and annihilated your pitching staff all week. That's the way
5: to do it. You know what he did? He used that BS and and utilized it as revenge. Took a couple uh, slow trots around the base.
4: If that were David Ortiz, we would have loved it. Loved it. If if you're throwing at David Ortiz all series for a four game series, and then Ortiz hits three, four home runs and takes his sweet time trot around the bases. But Manny Machado
3: has been like this his whole career. Sure. Remember his Josh, Josh
4: Donaldson incident. I don't, get see, I don't get to see enough of him. Then yeah, right? there was one with your Ventura. Yeah, I just became a fan of Manny rest Machado peace, this week. Ventura. rest in peace, Dono Ventura. There's yeah. nothing anyone can do to take that away from me. I am now officially a Manny Machado fan. He's great defensively. Oh, he's, a, he's, he's great, great all around. Right. He's, a, he's man. the best third
0: baseman.
3: all He's the best third baseman in the AL East. Okay, in the AL East. Okay, in all baseball, who was Nolan Arenado? No, no, better. I, I'd say it's close between the two right now. No, I like, the, I like playing in force Field helps. Manny Machado is hitting 220 on the season.
5: Guess I'm talking about Arenado and Machado over here. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. <laughs>
3: Sorry, we're
5: we're. I, I like Machado venting because then it kind of it really starts up a rivalry in some way, shape, or form. Because oh yeah, they, oh, this it is, shows that they care. Yeah. And the passion's there. Oh I, Mark, for I'm the telling teams. you,
2: I can't wait until these two teams meet again for a four game series starting Thursday, June 1st in Baltimore. I can't wait for that. That's marked on my calendar. And I was telling you guys, this is Sox Yankees from 10 years ago. This is what that rivalry was, and now it's just crap. That rivalry. This is the new Sox Yankees, and I like it. If Baltimore was a little better, but. <laughs> I, I, I just like uh, what what's they're, that? Be-
4: they're better than you right now. Yeah. Oh, better no, no, than no. the Red Sox. No, I'm this not year. talking
2: about in terms of like which team's better. I'm just talking about the rivalry between Boston and Baltimore. Yeah, but the
5: reason why is because the Yankees and Red Sox were the two best teams in right. the AL East. Right. And that's currently right. Right now, it, it is. Well, it's
2: not but even record-wise. I talent. mean, it's like even if you go back, look for the longest time, for a hundred years, Sox Yankees was the biggest rivalry in sports, and it's really cooled down rapidly over the last ten years. And then there it was, was like some, Tampa Bay, there, Boston. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were some. Yeah, there were some years <laughs> of that, but there were also <laughs> some years during that Yankees Red Sox rivalry where the Red Sox were kind of irrelevant at times.
5: Well, because the Yankees always had the Red Sox.
2: I think maybe, yeah. 17 championships. Sure. You can make the uh, 27 27 until, no, 28 now. 28. We we had that Boston
3: massacre where they swept. Five five losses in three days. Yeah, where they swept the Red Sox. Yeah.
4: That was, brutal. or I'm sorry, it was in the four days. <laughs> they had a day-night doubleheader, or whatever. Yeah. I do, I remember the Boston Massacre 2006, but. Look, I loved every minute of that series, and it felt like it lasted forever. That was did. a four-game series well, that went each, on for an eternity. E- each game went like three and a half hours. I was there for every minute of it. <laughs> like, yeah, baseball <laughs> was needs this. this. I'm sorry. Yeah, Baseball's was boring as all hell sometimes, yeah. and this was interesting to watch. Yeah, the, so uh, the they need this. I was,
3: I was kind of interested when uh, Matt Barnes came in and Manny Machado was the batter. I was like, oh, is Matt Barnes going to do something? <laughs> yeah, and <again?"> he <laughs> tries to
4: throw at him, and he throws at his head.
3: No, he no, him. I'm not talking about – I'm talking about after that, like after he came back from the suspension. Oh, this series. you're
4: talking about the second time around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I
5: do enjoy Machado saying that if you're going to hit me – Hit me. Yeah. Well, I because just. I also. I wouldn't want to get toyed around either. Right. Like, I, if you're going to throw pitches behind my head. Just get it over with. Just get it over with. Hit I also, me. I also love for? how,
3: like, uh, Joe Torrey was like, Chris Sale might get suspended. For- Fortunately, he didn't. Right. But if he got suspended, Dylan Bundy should have got suspended, too. Because yeah. not, not only did he hit Mookie Betts, no, he whacked him.
4: Internally large. in the Baltimore Orioles clubhouse, they're yeah. laughing. They, about no, they, 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 they admitted. Well, they admitted not to the media. Well, but. they yeah. were they were clever about that, yeah. right? You know, he throws inside to Mookie Betts a, first a pitch, two, outside on right. a curveball it, second pitch, and then he beans. I him. think right.
2: honestly, I think the funniest thing was Kevin Gosman getting ejected for beaning Xander Bogarts with a curveball. Well, that's how you unintentionally happens, <laughs> hit someone. Look,
4: look, that's what happens too, right? right? Like he sh- he deserved to be ejected, right? Just for a curveball in the second inning. That's how you unintentionally intentionally. You're, if you're going to hit a guy, you hit him. Listen, okay? lose well, all benefit of the doubt, right? Do if you're these two teams, let me let me equate it to this little story, yeah. okay? Little boy goes over to his grandmother's house for a weekend, okay? She puts a pie out on the window, says, that's for your grandfather. Don't eat it. There's a dog there as well. The kid eats the pie, has it all over his hands and face. She says, what are you doing? You ate the pie. He's like, no, I didn't. I can Plains see it dog. all over your hands and face. It was the dog. I can yeah. see it all over your hands and face. The next day, she makes another pie. He wipes his hands, forgets his face. She goes, you ate the pie again. He goes, it was the dog. I can see it all over your face. All right? I can see it all over your face. You ate the pie. I blame you for this. The next day, she makes another pie. The dog eats it. Guess who gets punished? The kid. The kid. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You're thrown at each other all series. You right. lose all benefit of the doubt. Yep. You're getting yeah. thrown out the first time. I don't care if it was an accident. But I think you're right, Ashish. Yeah. Or, or Brian, I think you just mentioned they were, they were sneaky about it the first time, right, right? when they hit Mookie Betts. Yes. I thought right away that he was thrown at Mookie. Oh, yeah. He came inside with that first <laughs> Dennis
3: Eckersley on, on the broadcast was debating it. Well, and then but
4: at the end of the broadcast, he was like, you know what?
3: It was intentional. Well, sit- <laughs> the
4: situation, obviously. It made no it, sense right. to throw at him because it.
3: Hanley was on deck. But, it, but,
4: Buck, but Buck Showalter is a maniacal evil <laughs> right. genius yeah, who was like, you know what? They'll never expect this. They'll never see it coming. To yeah. his credit. He was right. I right. didn't see it coming. <laughs> so why would you doubt that they would do it again with the curveball right. to disguise it exactly. as them? Oops! Like slipped yeah, out of uh, my hand. That hit him right out. in the face. A flat.
2: 77 mile an hour curveball to your ass you've, is not really gonna hurt. You've lost a 98 mile an hour
4: kid. fastball to the and and ribs. It's uh, gonna leave
3: a mark
2: Wait, for you're weeks. You're
4: not gonna tell grandma that the dog ate the pie the third time around. You guys Sorry. really think that Buck Showalter? <laughs> when balls? did Ben get thrown
3: at? Like I'm surprised he didn't. The guy, the reliever, Donnie Hart. I think that's the one who threw at he yeah. literally went over his head yep. and he didn't get ejected I was I lo- like what love, is going on I love <laughs>
5: how all this happened after they had like this gigantic meeting with the MLB yeah like, Rob Manfred and yeah, Joe Torre yeah it was like all right guys you know we're gonna be at peace here they had like
3: you a conference call phone. yeah and <laughs>
4: yeah. then <laughs> Buck Showalter hits the ignore button yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> put <it>
3: on mute <laughs>
7: Buck
4: mute. Showalter does not give a crap
7: <laughs> uh, I, I
3: love the fighting Showalters
4: Look, I think that it's good for baseball, honestly. I love love that there's a little bit of a heated rivalry going on here with someone in your division. I think it's good for the game. It's definitely good for the two teams involved. Uh, it was like a national story. The whole yep. series was like a national. Yep, story. It was on
3: MLB Network a few times. Because everyone's ESPN. anticipating the benches to clear, and
2: that's right. not yet happened. I'm a little surprised. Oh, it doesn't I'm, have wait, to. I'm waiting for that though. Yeah,
4: I want that. that I mean,
2: like honestly, I'm telling you, first week of June, right? That's the next time they meet. Something is going to happen in that series. I, would I don't know. Be I feel like it might shocked. be done after Godman. It could be done. got ejected.
4: I don't know. I feel like because ra- I
3: haven't f- seen anything inside from the or- uh, from either team since then. Really,
4: I, I honestly, I, I think that we still just can't wait to get the hell out of Boston. Yeah. That was the
2: catcher. Oh, what's. This? What's oh, name, Tommy uh, Joseph?
3: No, 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 Caleb, 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 Caleb Joseph. Caleb Joe. Uh, jo- oh my God, <laughs> <that's> Whitey <he laughs> <goes with laughs> I'm surprised Tommy Joseph didn't get like a. He fine. spiked his mask. Yeah, I, well, uh, I'm not. am I'm not even talking about that. But he literally turned the umpire around. And I'm surprised he didn't get fined or Dude, anything wow, for that. Because so I far. think I, I forget the umpire that. But uh, he yeah, the touched the umpire. But, did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, He pushed him. I, he he pushed no- him a few times. Really? Yeah, yeah, he pushed him. He turned him around. He did watch that so, again. Yeah, you, it, 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 I don't know if there's an angle. That should of, be a suspension. It, it should be, but maybe because Gosman already got ejected, they're like, "All right, maybe." You know what? I
2: think the reason I missed it was actually I was in the car when Gosman got ejected. So oh, okay. I heard Castiglione talking about it, so I actually need to watch the video again. Yeah, yeah.
3: watch Tommy. Uh, Tommy Joseph's reaction is hilarious. <laughs> the,
5: the, the the fierceness and Caleb. Caleb.
3: Caleb. Yes. Caleb. Sorry. There's Who's a, a, Tommy? There's also a Tommy Joseph in Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't the, know about that.
5: The battle is always going to be there. It's just who makes the next move because I, I feel like the fierceness is, is still there. I, I don't think they're afraid of each other. Whose turn is it? I, I think it's the Red
4: Sox. I've lost track of yeah, whose turn it is. Don't. Red I, Sox trying to be in <laughs> No, someone. I think no yeah. in this series,
2: the. Uh, Orioles have definitely... You know, I mean, first of all, the Red Sox have not yet beamed an Oriole. They've thrown they at Machado, they and they keep, keep screwing missing. it up. Matt Barnes had his chance, and he ended up throwing a strike, actually, because it hit Machado's bat. Yeah, it was a foul ball. Yeah. yeah but so. <laughs> oh my God. But first time I've ever seen a guy get ejected for throwing a strike, but... Uh, what well, was What's weird, worse? it was such a late
3: <laughs> ejection, too, because like it, it went behind him. The umpire like stood there for a few seconds, was like, take your base, and then he pointed at Matt Barnes and was like, you're out of here. I was like, that sure. makes no sense. It, it wasn't
4: like a split Second reaction, right. like it was with Gosman. Right.
5: What What's worse, though, like getting pe- like beamed at, or playing around with a, a player at the playing player? around, playing around. Yeah. So I, I think the Reds, getting beamed. I think the Red Sox like playing this game. I like how the I, I
4: think they're like Orioles have also thrown at but it, but it didn't work. People, it didn't work because you threw it Manny Machado Plies. every time. Yeah. Well, Eddie Rodriguez, like, you can make the argument throw at him a little bit too in that game. Well, yeah, yeah, he they was were he trying missed. to. He they missed. Were taking, He, he missed four times. They all <laughs> missed. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all missed. Chris Sale, who has yeah. the, best the, <laughs> <laughs> Sayle, yeah. the best accuracy on the planet, missed. <laughs> well, Chris Sale well, he, was yeah. he wasn't trying. Well, we don't trying know that. I, know he that.
2: Because I because The benches were probably worn before the game. He did not a throw on I understand that
4: sentiment, but at the same time, there were no warning.
3: Best control on the Red Sox staff. You saw that after. I think that's what happened after after he threw behind Machado. He threw a. 98 fa- fastball on the black. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh,
4: yep, you're out. <laughs> so, but look, it didn't work, right? Because right. Manny Machado uh, raked all series. Yes. Yeah,
5: Machado's the, the wrong guy to go after, though. And I feel like if, if the fan didn't Well, say, no. There, if, if, there's if a the reason fan, why they're going after him. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying if the fan didn't call uh, Adam Jones the N-word, I think that the pitcher would have. Uh, try to hit Adam Jones. No, why
2: Adam Jones? He's actually one of the most well, likable guys in the
5: game. The reason why, yeah, but he's there, a great why, hitter. Why is Baltimore going after Alexander Bogarts and Mookie Betts?
3: Because but there's look, no specific person. Exactly, Baltimore is going after. I chalk
4: it up to this. The initial situation was Manny Machado going in on Dustin Pedroia. Yep. So the and initial Dustin missed the original games. incident right. was squarely on Manny Machado yeah right. you tried to throw at Machado and you kept missing Machado yep. so you kept trying and kept missing well that's okay. pissed off the Orioles so even Chris more
3: Sale, like intentionally did not uh, like threw behind I him. still
4: debate that
2: no
3: yeah, no
4: he didn't miss Dave I mean I, considering I the control that. that he has
3: yeah he threw behind
2: he him knows to if just he send he a hits, message well look he Machado, Machado also
4: moved right he also moved. He didn't even. The no, he you didn't watch the pitch. not watch the pitch again. Here's he moved. Date, yeah, date.
2: A bit. I think Chris Sale knew. Okay, this is. Uh, it was the top of the first inning. Yeah. Yep. If you don't want to get past, I get it. With my first right. pitch in this,
3: so at he bat, threw I'm behind him out. to be like, "Look, I own you." <laughs> sure. <laughs> Chris Sale
4: is a. Uh, Beast. Well, I, I, it d- again, didn't work. He hit a home run that night, yeah. later, off Chris Sale. Okay. So it doesn't work. It was a solo shot. He's still, it didn't doesn't work. It doesn't matter. It didn't work. He still hurt you. It kind of reminds me of Ryan, you. It it me of Ryan you Dempster and a Well, not really. Ryan Dempster
3: hit a and then, A-Rod, and then he takes him deep. But Yeah, but Ryan Dempster sucked. Regardless,
4: <laughs> they only threw it Manny Machado because they never hit him. Right. They wanted to and kept
5: missing. They still do. I think that's worse. I think that's wor- See, worse as a hitter. What you need to do, but he used is it like, the right wa- way.
3: Is warm up like Joe Kelly. Like uh, it's two days <laughs> after he's oh, like yeah, just been throw. used a lot. Just throw yeah. one pitch at Manny Machado. Yeah. That's
5: it. No, that that could happen. That's- Chris Sale, he's averaging what eleven strikeouts. Yeah insane is
2: insane. Eh? Yeah. Yes. He is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, again, once again, like any Red Sox discussion, somehow always comes back to how great Chris Sale is. Chris, hey, that's he's unbelievable.
3: Uh, uh, that's Watching awesome. his, yeah. all of his pitches work so far this season, it's just amazing to he's, watch. Well, and
4: not to mention, now he's given a little life to this team. I yep. loved his game against the Orioles <sighs> because he goes out there that first inning and not only throws at Machado but strikes out the side <laughs> right. like – and strikes them out easily, right? right? Like takes yeah. them out, goes into the dugout and starts shouting at his players. Did, did you hear? Starts th- trying to fire up the team. Did you hear? That's his, awesome. Did you hear his comments after yes. the game about yeah. the barbecue? Well, what did you yeah. got? you say to the team when you got back to the dugout and Sale says, you know, just uh, trying to get the boys together for a pool party? Maybe have a barbecue, Throw put some, some ribs some on, the <laughs> <steak> <laughs> on the grill, steak on the grill. Steak on the grill. Uh, <laughs> just try, and that but then you know what? He said something poignant right at the end. He says, just trying to get the boys together. Right. That's what he's really trying to say yeah. there, obviously. Right. And, and to that point, Chris good. Sale, a as a leader. pitcher, is the new leader of this <laughs> he Red Sox. He's the leader.
3: anti David
4: Price. Exactly. But David Price but you know is what? on the men. You know what? Hopefully David Price just kind of sits in behind, you Tweets know, a little. And, and follows suit. Yeah. He doesn't have to say anything. Right. He can stay off Twitter. Yep. He's not in the spotlight. Chris Sale will do all the heavy lifting <laughs> yeah. All anything the heavy
2: lifting
3: for him. Chris Sale's a quiet
2: guy, too. The fun-
4: yeah, but the funny
2: thing Typically. about Chris Sale is when he came out and uh, – uh, what game was it where he came out for the ninth inning and he ended up giving up another couple runs and losing that game? I can't remember if it was the Baltimore game or his start before that. But he came out, my overall point is, and he had accountability for it. And he basically said, he yep. pitched a gem before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he yeah. said, listen, if I'm going to get the ball in the ninth, if I'm going to come out there, I can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's sort of the anti-David Price in the sense that, you know, he's taking accountability for it, but in a sense, it's kind of not, because David Price took accountability, but like you know, every year, I gotta be better, I gotta be better. But mm-hmm. it was like a weird <laughs> accountability. Right. It was like a sarcastic accountability. It was <laughs> kind of like a sarcastic accountability. It's well, like, you keep saying I, uh, that. I, but
4: threw, I threw a pretty good pitch to him, you know, inside corner of the plate, it's usually a good spot, and uh, you know, he just made a good hit, took a yard, it happens, it's so, baseball.
2: So it's David Price taking accountability, but in a weird way, where right. he's kind of just, I, I don't even know about the No, not that's, not, that's the
4: opposite of accountability. But he's, he's, saying, saying, he's saying, I gotta saying, be better. He's saying he made a good pitch. I, I, I will not forget that uh, post-game press conference, but I forget who actually hit the home run last year when this happened. He actually said, yeah. I made a good pitch. No, you didn't. He took a yard. That's on you. I don't care. I remember it John Farrell. Is. I think John Farrell, John Farrell said Froull it. Was yeah, John Farrell was, right. was the one no, who no, said no. it. No, no, no. David Price came out in a post game press conference and said, I made the pitch I wanted to make. You know, he just made contact. Sometimes that happens. You that win, does happen sometimes. You win some, you lose some. But that's the thing. The fact is, Chris Sale is taking leadership
2: of this team. And, like, I love Xander Bogarts as a player, but I'm convinced that he might not ever be a leader because he already this year has made two excuses. It's hard to hit in the cold, and then he brought up David. Ortiz the other day, where mm-hmm. he's just like talking about the offense. It's like, well, you know, we don't have number 34 anymore. Dude, stop making excuses. Hit. It's a bad look. I understand you're a young player. You can afford to make those types of mistakes every now and then, but twice in a span of two weeks yeah. to continue making excuses like that,
5: Haley's
4: not a good look. Up. There's a h- stepping it up. Well, he has hit, h- hitting wise, yes, <laughs> but we've said. Uh, time and time as long again. As if quiet. Hanley is the leader of this team, well, no, yeah. no, he's, oh, he's not a leader. Man. No, no, no. You are when screwed. He, you just need him
3: to be quiet. Lead That's by, all you need. Lead
4: by example. Lead by example just and sh- shut up, Hanley. Hanley. Yeah. Do not spread <laughs> your <laughs> message of, of you know what? I just want to hit. Uh, I'm not going to play first base. Oh, we got a series in Milwaukee coming up. There we go, oh boy. Interleague. Hanley's not going to be out there.
3: No, he's not. <laughs> no, nope. well, we'll
2: find out. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. It's a Sports Blast. Don't go anywhere.
3: 1250 ESPN, New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN.
0: Sports Radio. Go! Everybody get up! Everybody get up!
4: Spent a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Ow, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this.
2: Scraped knees.
5: And an elbow.
2: Relief. You need new Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch.
0: New Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Uses directed. In the last decade, more than 400,000 people died on America's roadways. That's one person every 13 minutes. Roadway deaths strike the young or old at any time of the year, at any hour of the day or night. And it doesn't matter whether you drive a car on a highway, ride a motorcycle or bicycle on a country road, or simply take a walk near traffic. Everyone is at risk. Since 1969, members of the American Traffic Safety Services Association have worked diligently to make our nation's roadways safer by providing the majority of roadway safety features, including bright signs and pavement markings, guardrails, and crash cushions. These are just some of the roadway devices that save thousands of lives each day. Since most of our roadways were built in the 1950s, there's so much more work that needs to be done to reach the ultimate goal of zero deaths. Safer roads save lives. To learn how you can get involved, visit ATSSA.com. A public service message from the American Traffic Safety Services Association.
6: Imagine this. Your 14-year-old daughter and her best friends are maybe getting ready to go out. They're maybe upstairs in her bedroom with music playing. They're laughing, maybe trying on clothes, putting on too much makeup, and maybe taking sips of vodka straight out of the bottle, which they might tuck into someone's purse to take to a party. Imagine your kid doing that. It may be hard to imagine, but it is happening. New Hampshire has a big alcohol abuse problem. In fact, New Hampshire ranks second in the nation for binge drinking among 12 to 20 year olds. Second, you can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org. And help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire start the conversation today.
0: Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN
3: New Hampshire update.
4: The Red Sox began their three-game series against the Minnesota Twins last night. Despite a late comeback, the Twins got a walk-off homer in the ninth from Joe Maurer to beat the Sox 4-3. Their road trip continues today. Rick Porcello is going to try and stop the bleeding for the Sox. He's on the hill. First pitch is at 210. Cleveland beat the Raptors last night in Game Three of the Eastern Conference semifinal, 115 to 94. LeBron James led the Cavs with 35 points. Cleveland has not lost a game all postseason long. They now lead the series three to nothing. In the Western Conference, the Spurs beat the Rockets, 103 to 92, in Game Three to take a 2-1 series lead. The Celtics, coming off a huge loss in Game Three to the Wizards on Thursday. They lead the series. The Seas do 2-1. Game 4 is in Washington again tomorrow. Tip-off from the Verizon Center is at 6.30. In the NHL playoffs, the Blues beat Nashville 2-1 to stave off elimination. The Preds lead that series 3-2. And the Ducks beat the Oilers 4-3 in overtime to take a 3-2 series lead. And the 143rd running of the Kentucky Derby is today. That is at 6 o'clock. You can catch the race on NBC. Coverage begins at 2.30. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Last. Stop watching the Red Star. <laughs> Sorry, we have a radio show to do. Pay attention. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the
2: Celtics here. Uh, as we mentioned just a little while ago, Kelly Oubre suspended for Game 4, as he should be. Aww, but,
3: that, that brings some fight out of those. I love Kelly
2: Olenek's reaction to getting shoved. He just seemed like he was in shock when he hit the ground. He's he like, was. Really, did, that, did that really just happen? And did Oubre make uh, – we were talking about making contact with umpires and he refs. Did. He, he did. He made contact with the ref, oh, right? Big time. The official. Okay. Big, official. big time. That's what a ref official?
3: They're called different names of different sports. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you yeah. call them what? refs in uh in baseball? No, you call them umpires. Well, yeah, umpires is
4: the only one that I really don't refer to as refs. Yeah, I call everyone have, f- listen, f- listen to me. You can refer to an NBA official as a yeah. ref. Uh, the NBA
2: officials, as Brian likes Absolutely, to say. Absolutely.
4: Call them the refs. Also, in football, I have to say what the
2: line NFL?
7: judge
4: made the call. Because it's much well, easier. yeah, but that's a
2: referee. It's much
4: easier to be like, you suck, back judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at you an suck, NBA, NBA, official. You're not going to be like, you suck, official. You're not going to do that. not going to do that. It's, a, it's do a long that. one. That's yeah. what I'll do. No.
3: That's okay. So uh, yeah, suck. so <laughs> while
2: we were talking about bumping refs, it kind of reminds me of Rondo uh, a few years ago. Remember when he got up in the ref's face? The, I'm sorry, the NBA official's face. Thank yes. you. And in Atlanta, and he bumped him and he only got a one-game suspension. If that wasn't the regular season, Rondo would have got two games,
5: maybe three. Oubre should might... He should get two for the altercation with Kelly right. Yeah, and then uh, push on the ref.
2: I don't know. I mean, like, the thing is, if and that happened in the regular season, that would have been a two-game suspension. I just Play loved honest. how,
3: like, it was, like, such a slow reaction, too. Like, he, like, crumpled up like a piece of paper.
2: And then he just
4: got up and went after Olynyk, and yeah.
2: was just arguing with the official right. about yeah. the call. Which, by I'm the way, say that
4: every time. I'm surprised there was even a foul called on that pick. No, it was a physical hit. Yeah, there was. It was, all it was initially was a stoppage. A, it was initially a foul on Kelly Olynyk. That's why the whistle was blown. That's but not, that was, was
3: such a late whistle then. No,
4: no, no. No, he got the whistle blown on him immediately. No, That's he didn't. why Olynyk went over to the ref and said, "Ref, what are you doing?" And then he got tackled by Ubre. And went down to the floor like like a redwood tree falling. And that's down. why Brad yeah. was
5: so hot in that game because oh, he was okay. fired up. Yeah, he, he got a second technical foul in um, yeah. his. Yeah,
7: I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. yeah, you don't um, see
4: Brad that hot that often.
5: I I want to go on a semi rant. Um, I don't Marcus Smart. I don't like how Marcus Smart gets all his playing time. I do. Um, he's been bad. He he's been very bad on on I think offense. He, on offense,
4: yeah. dude. His his turnovers have been. Like his head's not in the game. Well, yeah, but. Just watching him play, his head's not in the game. But his defense helped you get back into game one and game two. Sure, but it didn't help you at all in game three. Mark, rant. (laughs) Marcus Smart has
5: a tendency to be very, very good down the stretch in clutch times, desperate opportunities, offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds. He hits clutch shots.
3: Diving for balls.
5: I don't have a problem with him playing in those minutes. What I have a problem is playing in the minutes where he plays bad. Turnovers, indecisiveness, right? Takes wild shots, awful passes, right? He gets out rebounded. He gets uh, boxed out. Like, I got to look at the bad things about Marcus Smart and they outweigh
4: the good things. Yeah. Well, especially Brad, when he's on a roll like that. Take him off the floor, right? Out loud. And Brad
5: Stevens has a tendency to just keep him in. When you have Jalen Brown, a rookie, on the bench waiting for his shot, and when he has played, he has played really good. Okay, his decision-making, he has zero turnovers. He's been playing extremely good defense on Otto Porter and Bradley Beal. Okay, I'm not saying he's like the next upcoming. I'm just saying you have to give this kid more playing time. When Marcus Smart plays bad, that shows that you have so much loyalty in Smart. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off because there's other players on the bench that can contribute as much as Marcus Smart is doing. Ah. I don't know about that.
3: Marcus Smart brings a whole different element because he has the, so
5: eight turnovers, eight turnovers in yeah, the first half. All of that—that's great. Early. That's great production.
3: No, I'm not saying when he's playing bad. Well, when, you have to know when, when he, he makes Exactly. When right. he has
5: four or five turnovers, Brian, you take him out. Right. It's a sign of discipline. I'm
3: not talking. I'm I'm
5: talking about when he's playing good. When he's yeah, playing but well, he only plays good in in desperate moments. I want him to play in the third and fourth quarter. Right. I don't want him playing in the first and second because he has a tendency to take a lot, a lot of bad shots.
4: Right. And he forces them. And it gets you off your game if you're going to be shooting like that in the first half, and then you might not end up contributing in the third and fourth quarters. Yeah. So, I, I mean, defensive-wise, him and Avery Bradley are
5: arguably one of the best guards in the NBA, guard, yeah. guarding one-on-one. I, I, I,
4: think, I, I think
3: Marcus Smart, not only that, but the way he is able to get in front of people, take charges. Yeah. I, I I thought – I forget when it was, but um, when John Wall took it at him and they didn't call a charge. I was like, why was there no charge taken there? Like court?
5: Yeah. Well, it's because it's the benefit of the doubt. You look at John Wall. John Wall gets calls, but also Marcus Smart isn't playing up to his caliber in that game. And, you know, sometimes the officiating is based on that.
4: Sure. I I think that was game two. Smart is a notorious flopper. so. He's not always going to get those calls. I think the last year or so,
3: he's gotten a lot of those calls. Uh, he still more.
4: has a reputation, regardless of whether or not he's gotten those calls. He still has a reputation for flopping. But he he even to. the refs are aware. He, of he still has
3: that reputation.
2: It's still there. He's, he's toned like, it down. He's, but
4: uh, He's gotten a lot more. It's hard to shake a reputation. Of being forget. And look, Mark, I would just say, uh, to a certain extent, nobody performed in Game 3. So it's it's really difficult to single out Marcus
7: well, Smart and say get right.
4: off the floor, but he was particularly bad in that game. It wasn't even
5: it wasn't even game
4: three though. He's been bad pretty much the whole series. In
5: game two, in game two, besides that reverse layup that came out of nowhere, it was mm-hmm. like MJ asked everybody, "Was like, oh my god, Marcus Smart, did you see the plays that he had beforehand?" Yeah. Did you see? He was running pick
4: and roll with Kelly Olenek. He threw a lob, and uh, gore Gortat picked it off and threw it to John Wall. Yeah, he was a detriment to the team in Game 2, and he was a detriment to the team in Game 3. The difference between the two games was that you had other role players step up and contribute in Game 2. And that's Whereas what I- in Game 3, no one played well. Right, and that's going to happen. You're going to have games where... People just don't
5: just don't show up. And Din- it's not all Marcus Smart. And didn't
4: it feel like though in game three, like at a certain point, I think when they went on that twenty to nothing run, it was it was tied twelve twelve early on, and then yeah. uh, the Wizards scored twenty straight points to end the first quarter. At that point, aren't you just looking at the team going, they are not hitting their shots tonight. What? Nothing's going down yeah, for them. They weren't hitting threes, they weren't. They playing couldn't playing hit defense. anything, and it was everyone. Yeah. It was weird how contagious it was that no one except Al Horford was hitting their shots.
5: And and, and Stevens I, I think he has to realize that, you know, the way that he kind of flip flops Gerald Green and Ma- Amir Johnson, it doesn't bring as much continuity as if you have just a straight lineup. Well and if, I think they should have just kept Gerald Green if you if you in the starting lineup. What
3: happened in game one, uh, when they got down early, Kelly came off the bench, did well, and then they did the small lineup. And with Marcus Smart, and that worked. Yeah, and it worked for that whole game basically. Marcus Smart basically helped the team get
4: back into it. Look, there uh, somewhere in the middle of that twenty to nothing run, uh, Brad Stevens went with a rotation. I tried to, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was Rozier, Jalen Brown, Marcus. No, I think Marcus Smart ended up coming in. Oh, Smart uh, for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah,
7: yeah.
4: Uh, So it was Rozier, Brown, Smart, Olinick and uh, maybe, it w- maybe it was Avery Bradley. I think no, it was No, at Jerupko. this point he went small. No, Gerald Green. I'm uh, sorry. Green. So he was the fifth guy. He went to that rotation, and then the Celtics got buried. Mm-hmm. So I partially bra- blame Brad Stevens for that huge run that Washington went on in that first quarter that left you dead and buried they in that game. They went extremely you were, small. You were not going to come back on the road against that team the way they were playing. When you put out that sort of lineup, I don't know. It just felt like... You're you're going uh, to to sort of this outside the box sort of thinking that's really not what you generally go to in a big game but you went with it because nothing seemed to be working right. for you and then uh, I think they scored 10 more points that capped off a 20 to nothing run they and did. the game was over. The game was over in the first quarter of game three.
5: Yeah and rotations have been poor throughout the year. We, we talked about Isaiah Thomas getting frustrated I think it was against the Phoenix Suns where uh, Brad Stevens threw out I think it was Gerald Green, Terry Rosera, a bunch of guys that really haven't seen playing time and it was a crucial game I mean you're on the West Coast you know it's a build up to the next um, series so I I think when you when you look at Brad Stevens in his coaching he could have done a little more in Game 3 than what he brought in Game 1 and Game 2 and that's just the, the matter of fact.
2: Quick thing before the break Uh, David Price is expected back by the end of this month. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Get that.
3: Nice. All right. Good timing, too, with Steven Wright going on the deal. For sure. I'm
2: going to miss my dog,
3: Astro. (laughs) Good thing (laughs) Kyle Kendrick does not belong in that rotation. (laughs) Wrap it
2: up. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast. When we come back, we'll talk about the Aaron Hernandez suicide note, which was released yesterday. We'll get into that next Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire.
4: Feel the excitement, feel the thrill.